welcome to Izzy's Notebook. Definitely did not get my name idea from Death Note. Anyways, on this podcast, we will talk about the miscellaneous things in life. I'm your host, Izzy. Ahem, ahem. Or in high school host club reference, anyone? Today, we have a special topic today with a special guest, or the other main character from the story, which is another, or in high school house club reference. Okay, anyways, our special guest today will be my mom. We will be discussing and asking questions about this topic, should we get rid of paper money? So, mom, what do you like to do in your free time, or any hobbies you have? Uh, The hobbies that I currently enjoy, I would say, would be running. Okay, yeah, she wants to do a marathon later that we have to train for with our friends. So are you excited for that? Yes, I'm looking forward to it. Um, It would occur June 2022. So that would give us um, over a year to actually train. Yes, and there is my dog. He wants to be part of the interview too. Okay, now moving on. So mom... Do you have any opinions on before we get started? Should we get rid of paper money or should we not? Just a simple answer. Don't need to back it up yet. No. Okay, cool. Okay, my lovelies. We will start on our first topic or our first discussion on why a reasoning of why we should not get rid of paper money since my mom and I both agree that we should not so how this podcast will run through is that I will be asking her some questions and giving some examples and some past experiences since she is older than me and she will have some more experience in that type of area so our first topic will begin with information may be at higher risk the main point of that is if we get rid of paper money Think about it. The more use of online apps and cards. All the information that could be easily leaked and spread throughout the internet. We know how big the internet is. There's tons of people, intelligent people everywhere, searching through different files and different media apps. So, at any point of your life, when have you had to use cash? Um, Well, there's some businesses that actually just accept cash only still. Um, vending machines, um, just buying stamps at the post office, you have to use cash. Yeah, those are some solid reasons. And I also have some personal experience, even though I don't really use the ATM like that. But I know you and my dad has had some information that probably has been leaked somewhere. I know also one of my teachers in the past told us that you have to really be careful on where you order from or where your card is being displayed because he had this one experience that he got lots of money taken out of his account from this one accident that happened at the gas station which is not cool because you have to earn your money and it can be spent easily in the wrong hands. Continuing on with the information B may be at higher risk, we have some supporting data from our guest. So go ahead, what at any point can this, your reasonings and examples, provide more reasoning to this topic? Well, going cashless excludes millions of unbanked and underbanked um, people, especially people of 
color. Not everybody has a checking account or a bank account. Yes, I actually, I definitely agree with that point. That was a good, solid point. Do you have anything else? Just going cash. Cashless movement is a dangerous movement. Yes, I agree with that as well. Is that it, or sh- do you have anything else? No, the biggest thing is your um, the disadvantages is for, of course, is um, the unbanked communities of color, and then also our senior citizens that don't use online banking or can't, you know, navigate through their iPhones or their computers. Yeah, and some people they just don't trust the internet as much. Especially if we get rid of paper cash, then the use of technology will go up, and a lot of people don't trust technology. So, especially the older generation where they're used to using cash and coins, so that could be a really huge change and disadvantage. So, if we look at the article Scholastic Scope, they provide some information to also back us up. They say and state, the more we rely on digital transactions, the greater the risk of having our personal information stolen or used in many ways we may not like. Okay, cool. Let's move on to our topic number two, or our second reasoning on why we should keep cash and coins instead of getting rid of them. So, second of all, not all adults own iPhones. And think about it: not all people can rely on their phones. Think about kids as well. If a parent needs their child to buy something, they might not know how to use a phone. Or know how to use those devices in front of the cash registers. They might not know how to use a debit card or a credit card, or how much to give the tip if it is one of those fancier devices where you can pay tips online. Some people also don't even own smartphones. Anything to add to that? Well, imagine a scenario where you lose your credit card or your debit card. And you have no other access to get cash or pay for anything. Right now, you have access to walk into a bank, show them your identification card, give them your account number, and be able to withdraw cash. That is true. And also think about your, you need your credit card or debit card to also pay online because sometimes your phone will not automatically save all that information, so you have to put it in manually. And if you don't have your credit card numbers, then you can't buy anything. So you have to rely on the cash or the coins. <laughs> so some supporting data we have that I found is over 20% of homeless people do not have a smartphone to order food or daily things. And think about it: how many people that you can help by giving cash to them? And another twenty percent of adults don't even own a smartphone. And the supporting quote I found for that, if we go back to Scholastic Scope, this article also states that nearly twenty percent of adults don't own a smartphone, which backs up my last reason. Anything you can relate to or remember? Um, with the smartphones, yes. Just I think just um, from my age and my experience, just knowing that you're able to walk. Physically into a bank and be able to get any type of transaction or ask for your balance. Actually, speak to a see that person and a live person and see them versus、um, having to call them. 
it's a huge difference, especially for people of my generation and then the older generation. And also, good point. When you have to speak to somebody, it can really help give more different reasons. And when you can see it, look at it instead of, oh yeah, I believe what you're saying. So that is a really good reason. Thank you for bringing that up. I actually did not think of that. Okay, another example for not having your card on spot to give money to somebody was just actually this last Sunday when I had my first communion. We were outside talking about what we were going to do after, and we already planned it out. We were going to go to Cheesecake Factory, and, you know, that can get a little expensive knowing how good their food is. So my dad wanted to help out to put some money into the dinner, and he didn't have cash on him at the moment so he wanted to go to an atm to get the cash and you know card you know you can't pull money out of a card physically so you go to the atm to pull out cash so that's just another example to add on to that because what did you get at the cheesecake factory that was really good cheesecake (laughs) of course and we got a lot of cheesecake and that can boost up the expenses a bit so yes let's move on to our last reasoning cool another cool yes so moving on to our topic three or a our last reasoning is that it can really boost up the expenses and things our main point of that is that stores will be boosting up their prices if we only use our cards or smartphones uh well i think you know why but i'll just explain it and then you can add on does that sound okay sure okay so the supporting data to back up that is that basically the service fee for a business can get pretty high when a person pays with their card or online only the business gets extra fees that they have to pay for to get their money up or raise or to get their money back they have to raise up the prices so for us that can be disappointing but if we use paper money the business does not get a fee making their prices go down in price or just stay at their normal rate anything else to add on to that um yes let's say for example um my parents received their stimulus payment and they received it in the form of a debit card which really upset my mom because knowing that it's in a debit card versus a check is huge because anytime you use the debit card you might be getting charged fees transaction fees or um, you go to the ATM, another transaction fee, and that kind of lessens your stimulus payment. And I think that was maybe their intent. Well, no, it's not their intention, but I would say that whichever financial institution was able to grab that account from the IRS, it pretty much made, um, made some money off of the stimulus payments. Yeah, I can see that. And good job. And for some examples, remember as a viewer, when your parents would always lecture you on why they don't feel like using their credit cards or debit cards, well, yes, if they go to credit, that means they have to pay extra later. But just think about it. Cash would have been so much easier and a more wiser decision when you want to pay less for something. To back up the reasoning that in our examples that we just had in explaining the service fees that is added on without using cash, 
If we go back to our bestie, Scholastic Scope, where we find lots of good information that is very trustworthy that we can use as examples, is that it states, things could get more expensive. Why? Each time you buy something with an app or credit card, the stores get charged a fee. To make up for that fee, stores often raise their prices. That basically sums that whole up, which makes our reasoning truthful, I guess you could say. Well, sadly, as we are wrapping up our first episode, think about it. As a viewer and mom, do you think we should get rid of paper money and the discussion? And what's some things that could benefit if we did get rid of paper money to get both sides of the story? Um, well, there are some benefits to it. Like, for example, right now, the COVID virus, paper money is coins are dirty yeah spread of germs yeah spread of germs and also it could it could lower the crime rate think about there be no tangible money to steal um no bank robberies no holdups at the um 7-eleven or um <sighs> yeah <laughs> that's good to also reason out the bank and the robbery i remember for a girl scout trip we had to go to mission fed and we got to tour the bank and explore the bank and we did see coins and paper money in there that they had at the front office which is actually another discussion that we could get into in a different episode or you could research on your own is how much money do they actually carry in banks because when i look back onto my mission fed journey with the girl scouts the bank said after the crime rates rising with having the amount of money that they used to have they actually took a lot of money out of banks and put it only towards credit so that's also something so now were we able to persuade you at all if you originally thought okay i think we should get rid of paper money after hearing your side of the story and ours would you get rid of paper money would you not I lied. I am not gone yet because today's episode is brought to you by our very, very real sponsors at Crunchyroll. This is especially good for you people who want to get rid of paper paper money because this does not require any paper money. Well, I guess you don't really need to pay unless you want premium and memberships on the app or free time. Have you tried this free anime tab yet? If not, it's about time. Crunchyroll is my favorite product for those days that you don't really feel like getting out of bed, so you just want to add to your obsession with 2D characters. Anyways, Crunchyroll is a free streaming service for all of your favorite animes. Did you know that Crunchyroll even streams some of their animes after they launch it in Japan? <clears throat> Attack on Titan. So sad it ended a couple days ago, but you know, you can always start new animes and stream them for free on Crunchyroll anytime you desire. So, for reals, bye bye, and I hope you have a great rest of your day. <laughs>